Welcome to Let's Watch, a full-length movie on YouTube. That's L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. Let's Watch, a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. How we doing? Thank you very much. Good oh, to see you. Terrific. Good to see you, man. Good to look at you straight in the eye. We're back. We are very excited. We are streaming here first, as we do every Sunday, on mutinyradio.fm, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, following Found Round Sound with Scotto. You might know him from Black Flat Plastic as well. A lot of great shows on mutinyradio.fm. All you have to do is type that into your browser, check out our archive, check out their schedule, make a habit. Or if you're a podcast person, why don't you download our podcast drops every Sunday, go to iTunes. It's under L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. And that is also the name of our YouTube channel, which you can subscribe and see us. We're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We want you to watch the movie on YouTube with us, sound off, and listen to our podcast at the same time. Wow. <laughs> Carl, what's the movie this week? Uh, I don't know. Fast Break. This is a switcheroo. Fast Break, 1979. So that's what you put in the YouTube search engine. Fast Break, 1979. And the channel we like is allegedly Lubybest. L-U-B-Y. Do you say allegedly because the name Best is in there? <laughs> well, it's like one, it's an opinion, in my opinion. Well, uh, I should take the screen thing off. I want to make sure I'm at least partially visible on our YouTube feed. Okay, so we are going to sell Switcheroo. Carl, who has produces a show, does a theme song, usually watches a movie several times, researches it. I am burping in excitement because <laughs> we are doing the Switcheroo where I've actually watched this movie three times. I have some information down. I will be presenting Fast Break from 1979. This is our second uh, consecutive show where we are watching movies starring the one and only movie star Gabe Kaplan. Yes, from Welcome <laughs> Back, Carter. Yeah. Carter and uh, World a Series. A guy who shouldn't have quit. He shouldn't have quit acting. He did what he had to do. He decided to hang out in Las Vegas. He did what, what he, he wanted did. to do. He decided to hang out in Las Vegas. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fair enough. So, um, and if you had the opportunity to watch our episode uh, when we watched the movie Tulips with him with Gabe Kaplan and last Bernadette, week, last week, you and I also had the opportunity to see a poker tutorial, courtesy of my old poker buddies. Mike and Tony. This week, we have a celebrity comedian to do our celebrity comedian countdown. We would love for you to check this out. And in the meanwhile, go to YouTube, type in Fast Break 1979. Find the link for Luby Best hosting it. Click it, hit pause, move it to zero, zero. Enjoy this interview. And when our celebrity comedian says go, press go. Carl, take it away. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Michelle Fox. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you for having me. Now, Michelle, we, I met you here at Scotty's. You can see that we're in the office of Scotty's right now. And you were a host when I met you. I saw you host two times. Then, boom, all of a sudden, you're a feature. Doing 30 minutes in the middle, you know, really supporting the headliner. Was that a lot of pressure to switch over? How did you feel when that happened, and how did it happen? Well, it is a lot of pressure. I still get nervous when I feature. It's because it's a lot of time. Um, I enjoy doing it so much, though. I started as an MC. I, I started MCing at Governor's Comedy Clubs in Long Island. Uh, they used me all the time there, and I did it for about, I'd say, about five and a half years, mm -hmm. six years. And then when I started here, I uh, MC'd a few times. So you had already been doing it like five or six years before you moved to feature here. It's just that I bumped into you while it was happening. Yeah. Okay. Now, governors, though, most of the listeners of our show are out in San Francisco, so they might not know that when you talk about comedy and Long Island, governors is the name. There's the two other big comedy clubs, but really it's all about governors. And you're all over governors. They love you there. You're always working there. How did you get like in their good graces? How did they discover you? How did you get in there? I mean, I would love to get into governors. I think I've been bugging you about that. So tell us, tell us that story. How did it all happen there for you? Okay, so on Long Island, it, a lot of big comedians came out of Long Island. Everybody knows Rosie O'Donnell mm -hmm. came out of there. Uh, I think Jerry Seinfeld uh -huh. played there. Like, I guess just Kevin James plays it. There's so many comedians that you know I'm lucky enough to grace the stage with. Yes. Governors has all three comedy clubs on Long Island. It's the same owner. Mm -hmm. It's Governors, The Broad Branch, and McGuire's. Right, right, and right. And they're right. all awesome. Uh, what happened for me is I started out, uh, I'm a writer, and I took a comedy writing class at the club. Mm -hmm. And what happened is they gave me a flyer that was a digital flyer, and they asked me to post it. And I posted it on my Facebook page, not expecting anything to come of it. And what happened was, everybody who knew me my entire life showed up at to see my you do comedy. show. And <laughs> um, I sold out governors. And so what happened is... She they, packed the room. Of course a comedy club owner is yeah. going to love that. It's all that asses in seats, right? Yeah. So I filled the place, and then they came looking for me. Mm -hmm. and they came. They sought you out. They came looking for me because I had a lot of kids, <laughs> and my friends spent a lot of money in the club too. Uh -huh, so it was uh -huh. excellent. So it all adds up. So they trained me. Basically, the owner took a liking to me. Thank God, and he basically molded me into mm -hmm. a house MC. Yes. And I did it for years, and. I still MC occasionally, but um, the first time I featured was at this club, was at the comedy club. Yeah, yeah. Gene put me, and 
I was lucky and blessed that Gene saw something in me because yeah. I came here as an MC. Right. Gene moved me up to um, graduated. And um, in fact, I was just in the office laughing with Gene a few minutes ago, and I said, within two to three years from now, I am going to um, be a headliner. Oh. And this is going to be the first program I have on. <laughs> Great. And he laughed, and he said, yes. Oh, wow. So I will see really you. Good. So, okay. ambitious. Yes, it is ambitious, and uh, let's, we, you know, let's see what happens. Now, a lot of your act involves... We'll both be a headliner. Well, right we'll now. see. I mean, we can, can we headline the same night? I don't think there's room. Well, we could do like a <laughs> okay, I will be there as a feature for your headline act. Now, a lot of your act is about your children, and this makes sense, of course. We write from what we know. They're, so, uh, they're, tell us about that. There must be a wealth of material, you know, and this uh, that wells up from this. And I mean, you write other jokes too, but it's all, uh, you know, a lot of it is about your kids. It's a lot about. The parenting experience is not necessarily about the kids it's about the experience and the because you have to interact with so many people and things when you have kids mm -hmm. so whether it be um, you know the teachers at school whether it be applying to a college or going to the prom yeah. these are all things that are so crazy and the things that happen that I'm just, I you can't even ignore how funny so many things are that happen so I do enjoy talking about that but I, I also like it to talk about, you know, anything. I talk about my mom or growing up where I grew up. Mm -hmm. It's, you know. It's yeah, you really do. That's right. That's that's. It's not all about your kids, right? But a large part no, of it is, and I guess it just makes sense. You know, a lot of material is going to well up from those situations. And like you said, it's not necessarily them as much as everything, you know, going on around it. I'm with you. Okay, now. Um, let, oh, I wanted to ask you, what is this credit? Uh, you've seen her on Fox Nation. What was it? So what, what did you do? Yeah, I'm on a show that's a wonderful show. It's called That Show Tonight. Uh -huh. And we do sketch comedy. They call it sketch comedy for the rest of America. Actually, Dave Landau, who's the headliner tonight. Tonight, we're he, hearing just, he's been on the show with me on um, that show tonight, and um, I've been lucky enough to have done the show with the great Jim Brewer, uh -huh. um, Michael Loftus, who is a top-notch comedian. He's amazing. Um, so many, so many great talents. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's where Fox Nation came to... Um, you know, they picked up some of the show, mm -hmm. and um, you know Brian Kilmeade on Fox. He um, and he put us on his show, which is One Nation, uh -huh. and um, the show has been featured on Fox Nation. Terrific. And Fox and Friends, so it's wonderful. Okay, now I understand. Close. Okay, now Michelle Fox. Everyone at home is poised to watch this mm -hmm. film at the exact same time as we do. So everyone at home must press play at the exact same time we do here in the studio right so why don't you go ahead michelle fox and give us that celebrity comedian countdown ready and three two one go thank you celebrity comedian all right 1979 uh paramount is this paramount it does it it does a different logo yes. check, watch check it out this is paramount i recognize that mountain yes the viacom looks sure yeah, everything looks normal. Oh, no, no. Here comes okay, that's cool. But usually it's like a Sony production. Check this out. Check this out. Ready? Ready, Carl? Check this out. Kind of, ready? What? It went from the lady that to the That blows my mind. 
I know, right? And then you have like someone bent over. Okay, welcome to New York City. This movie they shot in sixty days. They shot a week in New York City. Wow, oh, yeah, what, like um, Gabriel, like, like car wash kind of music. That's Billy Preston and Shrika. Let's go for many, it. How many days? They, New York City, they shot like seven days. So this is it. Wow. The rest is shot elsewhere. But this is the oh, uh, the rest the is shot elsewhere. Station. Okay. The Bart Station. Yeah, look, look, the Bart Station. You go right in there. Look, the camera's going to join them. Wee. <laughs> Hi, Gabe. Well, while the music is playing, Gabe Kaplan in this movie, you know, this came out of 79. Welcome back, Carter, which he wasn't on in the final season, ended. And mm -hmm. he, he hits the movie. And he basically plays a high school, but well, he plays a coach. Right. He was a, he was a coach from middle school in Brooklyn. You know, Gabe Kaplan's from Brooklyn. A lot of the actors here are, are, are Brooklyn athletes, uh, professional athletes. Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, he he was their coach in middle school, so he knows them growing up, and but he I really like really wants to coach. Okay, and uh, so he sends out applications everywhere, and uh, he'll hear back from one in Nevada, and that kicks off our movie. Nevada, yeah. So, okay. but he he could bring ringers if he wants. So we're gonna have like a Blues Brothers, got to get the band together type of uh, first act where. He, him, and his friend Hustler are going to find other ringers to bring to college. Wait, to college? Okay, so they are in <coughs> is it college ball like we would see on television? Yeah, I guess okay. so. You know, I'm telling you, like I, when I realized this was a sports movie, I was like, oh god, because I, I, you know, I'm not very familiar with sports, but I also know there are people who are much more familiar with sports and could pick out athletes at yeah. the time and have some fun stats. And I'm just not that person, so I feel like if you are a sports guy, maybe you recognize these people, maybe you know more than I do. I love to. I love to get some fun facts, uh, as it were. So, look, he says he's. Well, look, I've got some for you. Look on the left. Okay, it's Tito yeah. Germain. Uh, uh, I forgot. I don't remember the Jackson Five's names. I'm sorry. Look, it's 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 Tito. Uh -huh, Germain. <laughs> well, Germain to the plot is he's <laughs> he has an encyclopedia history of like college f football. Uh, college basketball, excuse me. And uh, he's Kaplan's character. Yeah, he's like a sponge. And he's telling these guys, you know, when you're playing, you got to be like a sponge. And if something works, do it again. If something doesn't work, avoid it, you know. And he's prattling on about sports statistics. 14 years for them. Average is 18.4 a game. Perfect accent. Perfect accent for this. <laughs> Perfect. You know, it's cool. I was. I, incredible sponge man. All right. Okay. Sponge man. Okay, now he, this is where he's a Julie. I mean, Jan. Honey. Mrs. Carter. I mean. Are you home? He goes, uh, Jenny Patani. Like, you know, he kind of plays up. One of the great things about Welcome Back, Carter, yeah, is that. And in this movie, he's he acts like an adult. And he, one of the things he has an adult, like as a dude, he's just, you know, he, he just sweet talks. He's charming. You know, like he loves his wife and they have this kind of bedroom bedside manner but she's pissed at him right now she made okay. dinner and she knew he went to the basketball court and he she knew that he went to get pizza Wait, get away you that. look you smell oh, yeah you smell like smoke and and garlic okay i had one slice i had four slices 
<laughs> Great Vince Vaughn. But what? But what? But what? But I happened to run into this guy I was in the army with. I haven't seen him for 10 years, Eddie. And Eddie I, bullshit. Eddie bullshit. Eddie bullshit. And I said, Eddie, how's your bullshit? And he said, fine. How's you know your... what that is over there, David? Your Sorry. dinner. Don't get cute. Do you know what that is over there? This is oh, acting. Oh, that's right. You take your little finger and you put it in the hole. Do you, and you, go do around you watch Mad Men at all? No, on purpose, I don't. She's in Mad Men. Oh, okay. Uh, like, see, Mad Men started when it was still a cable world, cable TV, uh, at least for me. And um, yeah, like I was well, just sick of the TV telling me, oh, you should like Mad Men. It's a great all the commercials, you know. Sure. Yeah. I haven't so, watched a single episode either. I, <laughs> I watched the first episode and I stopped. Well, she plays Miss Blankenship. I don't know who that is, but I know her as uh, Karate Kid. She uh -huh. is Karate Kid's mom. Lucy. Oh, really? So she's in the first one, the third one, and the TV show, Cobra Kai. And also, you know, a lot of the actors you're going to see are going to be actual basketball players. A lot of actors we're going to see in this movie are actors that also are involved in the athletic uh, basketball, like they, they uh -huh. were on scholarship, or that they keep getting roles that involve basketball. So I'll, I'll try to bring it up as I can. She was in the White Shadow, so I bring it up. Oh, that's certainly a basketball, you know. Yeah. She was Did in the movie know? Mother... You recognize her from the movie Mother-in-Law? She played Beverly Hills Dog Owner. Wait, remind me of Mother-in-Law. Who was the son? Monster-in-Law. Monster-in-Law. That was general. Oh, that was I remember Monster-in-Law. Well, then obviously you remember Beverly Hills Dog Owner. Oh, Beverly Hills Dog Owner? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the ones, like, you see them in things. You wonder what happened. The dog didn't die. I looked that up. Oh, yeah. Does the Beverly Hills dog die? <laughs> no, never. Anyway, he sent a letter to uh, all these colleges and one bit. And he's going to okay. interview. And the school is called Codwaller. Look how cute they are. He's like, go take a sh why don't we take a shower? Go, oh, we take a shower? Yeah, let's go. We take a shower. So he always gets the girl at the end. Okay. Look at that. They're like, it's the same thing in Welcome Back Carter. He he just, you know, he does, he's kind of reminds me of Mike Myers. He always plays like the affectionate, cute guy in bed. Charming. <laughs> so he's a deli owner. I don't know this deli, Carl, at all. I can't Look say Look at Danny DeVito and the, ch oh. What a way. He wears a lot of three-piece suits, and this one, he's, you know, business in his vest. Mm-hmm. Red tie. He's saying, that guy over there, he didn't like the sandwich, but he, he ate half of it. And he, he goes, who? The guy in the bad suit? They all have bad suits. The short guy. He goes, hey, mister, you don't like the sandwich, but you ate it? Well, oh, that's the guy? Bad. Yeah. I know that actor. Who is it? Uh... <sighs> There's two people he he looks like. Maybe I've got it wrong. The one he looks like he was from. Um, ah, I can't remember. Oh, uh, America's Test Kitchen, Christopher Kimball. Right. right no. uh, so this guy is a bum. That's his role. He's, He's a vet asking for bread. And he says, give the vet a knish. Hey, <laughs> hey, come back. Here, take a napkin. you <laughs> Promise you don't come back again. Okay. God bless you. He goes, yeah, happy Veterans Day. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. I'm going to the track at 5. Hey, I got something at 4.30. I'll be back at 4.25. 
boom a lot of new york city stuff there's no closed captioning this i watched this movie three times just so i could figure out what the fuck they're talking about <laughs> why what are you back or not i'll be back at 404 don't hock me don't hock me don't hock that dude. I mean, you're not going to trade him in for a amount of money. And if you don't pay the money back at a certain time, they get to keep the hocked item. No. Now, you know, you hear the music playing. It's this kind of conventional movie. One thing I like about this film is that when the sports stuff happens, you're going to hear none of this background. It's going to be actual just background noise, you know. Okay. So I do like this director a lot. I do think he, he knows how to do movies. The guy's name is Jack Smite. Like S M I T. Yeah. Why. Oh, not Y. Okay, gotcha. Like Jack Might, Jack Smite. Okay. Jack Smite. He did a bunch of weird movies. You you seen Harper? I Smite know him. Jack Smite. I Smite know him. He's fine there. Welcome to my Smite Mare. <laughs> hey, I got it. I'm here to do, go to the house phone. Oh, go to the house phone. So he picks up. Yeah, like room something something. Yeah, come on. That's up. what the bell pers uh, the per yeah. person. Yeah, does that. He just did that out of smite. <laughs> it was a smiteful touch. This guy runs Codwaller University. This is a really funny scene. It's subtle because he he's his he's engaged to the woman whose family owns the. Uh, he's engaged to Codwaller. Okay, and they're here in New York City. And he will see an interview him. So he's all smiles before the uh, wife shows up. And the wife's actually impressed because, you know, she met another ethnic. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Did he get mad and yeah. smite her? No, Was he goes, she, uh, she have you met another ethnic before? He says, well, our gardener. <laughs> There she is. Welcome. I'd like you to meet Mr. David Green. David, my bride, Enid Cadwallader Gutkus. Nice to meet you, Mrs. Gutkus. Oh, that's Cadwallader Gutkus. Yeah. See, she puts her name first well, because she's really in power. Isn't that great touch? What do you think? Well, for a basketball coach, I thought there'd be a little bit more to him. <laughs> uh, what Enid means is she thought you'd be tall. Oh, uh, well, I jump high. <laughs> 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 Awkward. Look at those I teeth. Sense of humor. He's ethnic. Now. Ain't it never met an ethnic before, did you, Buttercup? Well, I'm just a little bitty gardener once. <laughs> well, I guess you want to go do your shopping. We yeah. don't talk business. We didn't okay. talk business. Well, it's nice to have met you. Nice to have met you, Mrs. Cadwallet. This actor, okay, watch that. He's going to change his tone. He's all smiley southern, right? Yeah. And then he's going to let his honey go shopping in New York City. And then now yeah, he's all busy. Wilderness, huh? Let's cut the bullshit. Nobody ever heard of Cadwallader. I never heard of Cadwallader until I met Enid. Right. Now. But it's there. And I am the new president. And I do not intend to live my life in obscurity. So this is an interview? Yeah. And we'll get his side of the story that'll pay off later in the Yeah, film. so now the facade is down. He, okay. his, he's engaged to this woman. He's now the president of, his, of her family's uh, college. And he's not going to do this without a decent basketball team because he's going to be right. bored to fucking death. And not only that, he has a beef with a, with a big Nevada team. I think they're called Nevada University. Okay. Which is like leagues above them. And he really wants to to fucking have his team beat him. Okay. So they're going to chit-chat. 
If you want to play it, it's cool, but he's going to lay down the terms. Uh, he said, one thing I like about your letter is said that you'll do it for nothing. He's like, come on, mister. You know, I, I, that's just an expression. <laughs> so he'll say, every game you win, I'll give you 50 bucks. And if you can, and if you can beat this team, I hate, uh, I'll give you, I guarantee you a job for three years at a, at a good rate, at a real rate. So he knocks it up to, this is kind of funny, the bargaining of it. Long he shot, knocks, I thought it was a long shot. But uh, the day you beat Nevada State, I'll give you a three-year contract, yeah. 30000 a year with fringes. You know, I think you're as crazy as I am. <laughs> but I like your style. He's guaranteed $30,000 a year for three years? I promise. You just got to beat Nevada State? Yeah. Where do I get my players? Anywhere you can. Anywhere. What about scholarships? Well, we'll give them room and board and a first-class education for any kid who wants to play with us. Some of the best players I know have a little problem uh, with academics. Not a Cad Wallander. <laughs> you get my man. Look at this, this oily yeah, little guy. Yeah. All right. This, this actor was, he quit acting right. and became a casting director, and then he just started acting again. He, he's uh -huh. been acting for decades. You may or may not have seen him. You know, he kind of kind of disappears in his role. Well, he's bringing flowers to his wife, and she's disappointed because she knows this means he wants to move to Nevada. Moving. Nice place, now, right? Yeah, except this is also, again, a bad print, and so we don't get the sharpness of... What, his 70s suits? Yeah. And imagine... Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, like, I do agree this is not a great print, but I also think it's by design a lot of this... Uh... Mm -hmm. composition you know I, I it's busy and it's grimy and just you know why is that in the foreground and all that shit yeah it's like they were just in somebody's home and shot yeah and that's what i mean about the audio too sometimes you know you see a show and it's like got the music going the edits and all this stuff and well, they're breaking 180 rule right now like every single sure. shot they're doing breaking 180 rule it's awkward I know, it's pre-COVID, too. They don't have an excuse. Right, yeah. If something was during COVID times and you saw that, you like, well, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're looking out for their crew, you know. But here's what I think, Mike. I think a lot of those times they could have done like a sideways look, right? And the other person did another sideways look. And then through the magic of CGI, I mean, you could do that in practical effects. Just put them together. Totally. No, no, you have to do what I saw in Loki season two. You just have to have these beautiful single shots where they're completely in the center and the background is just lush and they'll say, what? And they'll cut to Carl and they'll say, I said, and your background will be lush. They do kind of hug a little bit. I mean, it's kind of intimate. She's not going to Nevada with them. She's not. No, and, you know, they have a nest egg and he's taking half. Money's half mine. She's like, no, it's for the house. So. So wait a second. So, so. So, okay, is the writers, are they cleaning up the wife to, to make way in the script for other stuff? or no, they're, they're setting up a conflict. He, okay. He's following his dream, at, even at the expense of his marriage. She doesn't want to go. So they're not divorced, but they're leaving in this awkward moment. He's going to his mom's house. It's a kind of funny back and forth. Ma, it's your son. How do I know? Ma, it's my voice. It's <laughs> in the neighborhood. What was the fight about? There was no fight. Well, no what are you fight. doing with the suitcase? Look, Ma, Jan and I, we just came to like an understanding. Some understanding. You're here and she's there. 
All yeah. right, I'll tell you what happened in the morning. All right, good night. Her name is uh, education tomorrow. Now he's going to start recruiting. That's right. Okay, so he starts with Hustler, uh, who has that name because he's a pool shark. And he is our first professional actor that pops up. I know this. I know this uh, this neighbor. Uh, you, do? you know where the Pepsi food shop is? <laughs> yeah. Um, is it Brooklyn? Well, I actually think it looks like a story of Queens. But the thing is, there's, you know, it's the five boroughs. It could absolutely be just anywhere. Look similar to somewhere else. Yeah. Because he's trying to hustle, and this guy's like, you know, I know you're a hustler. You got to get out. Also, what video game is that? Something bug, the green bug? Yes, yeah, super bug. ER super bug. I don't know. ER bug. Is. Yeah, monster. And, bug. He goes, and get your Puerto Rican friend out here, too. Okay, so they're going to get the. They're going to get the band back together. So the first person they're going to pick. Yeah. Well, that, by the, that guy is a professional uh, basketball player. His name is Bernard King. He's an NBA great. He also was from Brooklyn. He played uh, in high school in Brooklyn. Uh, he had played college uh, basketball uh, in the University of Tennessee. He's, uh, what do I have? 14 seasons in NBA. Uh, 1977, he was the fifth pick. Wait, 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 wait. Did you say 1977? I'm writing this all down. Oh, yeah, no. You know, this is what I'm saying. I'm not a sports person. I respect sports, but I think people who know sports can do a better job talking about them. But, uh, okay, so anyway, he takes them to, uh, says, what are you doing here, Honky? Uh, so, uh, Hustler wants really him to meet. That? He, he, like, called out this guy? Yeah. Okay, so here comes our next player, and you might recognize him. Tito Jackson? I was going to say Hill Street Blues. Oh, oh! Actually, I do now that you said that. I I absolutely do. This is Michael Warren. He plays preacher. Uh, he's going to talk about how he's only nineteen or what have you, and he has a a, a fancy suit and fancy shoes. And just because you're in poverty doesn't mean you have to be in poverty. Look at me. Oh, thank you, Lord. I have a lot of money. And the other guy in the three piece suit, the one that has been grimacing throughout this whole thing. He doesn't like this guy, and we'll find out really shortly what's going to happen. But okay. he's a speech. If you want to hear it, it's kind of tacky. I saw the grimacer. Because I am. Amen. 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 How does he move? What? How does he move? You give him a basketball, he got more moves than a $100 hooker. He has more moves than a $100 hooker. He is old. Right out of the Harlem tenement. Right. And no education. Suits, and I drew rags of brand new, which is parked right outside the church. Oh, Come on, I see the snowway, right? Okay, so that's basically a speech. He doesn't really give any more religious speeches throughout this movie. It's just how he's being introduced. Okay. Well, the thing is, that's. Uh, mis Do we see him break away from the preacher stuff in the beginning, and that indicates that he will be. You, we'll see the reason why he wants, he's going to go to Nevada very shortly. Okay, and it has to do with Scowler. Yeah, here comes Scowler. Oh, no! Come Ping, ping, ping. The sound effect and everything. So he's shooting a lot of live rounds in a church. Okay. There's one good Samaritan fighting him off. Yeah. He says, come on, come follow me. Let's go through the back. 
<laughs> so they're going to go see Preacher. You don't see. Now, Gabe uh, didn't run with him. You don't see Gabe run. And you've seen Battle of the Network Stars in the late 70s on ABC. Yeah. You know Gabe Kaplan yeah. can run. He yeah. absolutely was athletic, of course. Of course. Yeah, he beat everybody. Uh, so he brings them back home. And he's, he's like, <clears throat> this is the first kind of racial trope. Get him some food. He goes, what kind of food do these people eat? He goes, they eat oh. whatever you have. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Mom, I'll come back. So here, if you want to put up the sound, here's his background. Here's why this guy is shooting at him. I thought you was his protege. I was. Leroy, he's got this daughter. He's got this daughter. So when I was in Chicago, I was living at his house. The chick would come around to visit in the middle of the night. Three o'clock in the morning, Leroy, man, ain't thinking at all. So she's pregnant. So what? Marry her. Leroy, you don't marry God's daughter, especially when she's 15. 15? Whoa! What do you want from me? I'm only 19. And ain't no place safe for me. Leroy, not here, Chicago, she's Los pregnant. Angeles, Detroit. Oh, man. It's okay, that's it. That's, that's the thing. So he's on the run. I, it's unclear after all these times. Wait, what, what state is it? What state they're in now? Nevada? No, his school. They're going to Nevada. Yeah. But he'll so he's like, yeah, there's nowhere to go. Detroit, well, Nevada. Said, Have you had a Codwell at university? He goes, no, I guess no one has. And it's indicated that that's, that's the next step. So, uh, he's going to talk to DC, DC. Uh, no, no, actually, they're going to talk to DC, DC. Okay, there's a guy his name, his initial is Daryl something. So, his real initials are DC. His last okay. name is spelled D E A C. D -E -A -C -Y. Y. DC. DC. EA is E sound, we were told. Oh, so this is kind of cute. So yeah, he knows him from school. And he said, Oh, I talked to him all the old classmates I used to teach. You know, some are in college, some are in the Air Force, one is dead, uh, and the rest won't get back to me. Is that uh, a. That is one of the players, Swish. Wait, is that a girl? Well, the movie wants you to not let you figure it out yet. Okay, okay. Well, the way she was running with her hips just looked not like effeminate or something. It just looked well. That's the thing he's saying. Like well, that, like that. Look, see yeah. the walk. Uh -huh. Well, that's what they're saying outside. So Swish is a, is gay or in the seventies parlance. But it's yeah. not true. He's well, he doesn't know yet. So, so suddenly, here comes Swish in a dress. He goes, "So he is gay?" And he says, "No, he's a she." And he wants you to meet Coach, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> right? So, uh, Hustler knows. Preacher doesn't well, I have know. Long argued for some aspect of women being in professional sports right televised with all the fame and price tags and uh i always get knocked down for the uh just not physically the same type i don't know well basically they're saying like uh i know you you're going to school currently and you have a scholarship for something let's get you a basketball scholarship at Codwalla, but you're going to be john so Hustler and Gabe and uh, obviously Swish know that Swish is a woman, but she's going to pretend to the other uh, teammates she's a guy. What? No door service? No <laughs> doorman? Oh, it looks even better from the inside. Come on. Wow, this is really a crack house. 
Well, they're going to find meet the final. They got to go through. Okay, who's this guy? Is he a pig? He looks like a pig. Are you a pig? What's that pig doing here? Well, what's their illegal activity? You know, Carl, I can't figure it out. Okay. I, I don't know what crime DC is trying to avoid the cops about. Oh, okay. He, that's what he's on the land. I'm from yeah, the landlord, on... and your rent is overdue. How you doing, David Green? Get him out of here. Hey, lighten up, man. Get him out of here, man. Hey, come on, let's go. Let's go. Come on. Hey, you. You better forget you ever seen this place. I know this actor. Oh, yes, I know. And you know, I'll tell you in a second. He recognizes him. Donald Clarence Stacy Morris. Donald Clarence. 28.7 again. He knows all the statistics. basketball scholarships. Turns them all down and disappears. Drops out of sight. D.C. Daisy. D.C. Daisy. anniversary. Boom, he sold. Congratulations. Okay, oh, here, hit uh, That's Griff, uh, Al Bundy's friend from Married with Children. Oh! <laughs> he was like on 44 episodes of Married with Children. Uh, he won't go to the fortune teller, right? Or I see the future. Tell me, like tell me. Was acting, will I be successful? Yes, you'll be successful. You'll be a I clown. Now, one thing DC is doing right now, look at this. There is, you know, Jewish delicatessen family. He's eating the whole entire plate of chopped liver. You see that? He's, he's holding <laughs> yeah. his hand. And his mom's going to say, can you tell DC the other people want the chopped liver? <laughs> <laughs> now, I think the next guy is the director. And I'll, I'll definitely ask you, but he's saying, like, can you, can you tell DC that the other people want chopped liver? <laughs> All right, so me, like you, yes. I think in your life you had enough shoplifting. What do you think, <laughs> so Mrs. Green? What do you think of your boy? I think he's crazy. Thank you, Mr. Green. <laughs> he's a good. That's the director, Carl. He's going to have a scene. Oh. Oh, right here, right here. I think this is the director. Can we go ahead and play the volume. Nat Sweetwater Clifton. He played for the Knicks. Nineteen forty-nine. Who was the first black man who played in the NBA? That's your roots. As a director, you should, you should know that. That's your roots. A dibber. Who was the first white ball player to play in the NBA? Huh? Ah, got to get to the roots, boy. Get down. <laughs> That's the director of this movie, Dibber. Got to put it in his place. As director, he should know to cheat the camera. You don't look directly at the person. You look a little <laughs> to the right so you can be seen. Are you giving him direction? Yes, because he needs it. All right. They're called The Basics. Now, these scenes are kind of feel real. You know what I mean? Like, it's awkward. You can feel the sense, but she did show up. So, um, I came by to say so long, and uh, I hope you'll be very happy. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, this is interesting. She calls her mom. Hi. Come and eat. Um, well, they're married, right? It's an in-law, right? Yeah. Her name is uh, Connie Sawyer, uh, Sawyer, the mom, and she lived to 105 years old. Huh, that's great. You know she why? Was, she Every time someone would try to con her, she uh -huh. would go, don't con a con! Oh, because her name is Connie? Yeah. yeah. Con! You don't think there was a connection? Yeah, I think there was a connection. All right. Awkward leaving. Some jokes work and some jokes don't. I'm trying, people. I'm so sorry. 
It didn't connect. Here's a ticket. Here's a magical 1970s Here's a magical 1970s plane ticket. You can update it any way you want, anytime you want to go. Just use this magical 70s plane ticket, and you can fly to Nevada. No That's question. That's great. Asked. Yeah. So, speaking of 70s, the clothes he has rocks. The giant collars <laughs> and the short sleeves. <laughs> He's going on safari. <laughs> okay. Goodbye, New York City, Carl. They're all hopping in the White Shadows car and they're getting out of there. Now, is that Empire State Building on 35th Street way in the distance? Right there, see? Or is it... You tell me. I didn't recognize a single New York location. Okay. Are we in Brooklyn right now? Probably. I mean, that's where everyone's from. Yeah. I don't think... No, it wouldn't be the Empire State Building because most of Brooklyn is looking out towards the water or looking towards Staten Island. This is the first time DC's meeting Swish. He's like, I can't believe this, this gay guy. And put in the parlance. Mm -hmm. And are they meeting a girl? No, they're meeting a guy, Swish. Okay. Who, who may be Swish. <laughs> now we have, we have some music. We have the feet sticking out. And of course, security is your moment you've been waiting for. Yay! New Jersey Turnpike. <laughs> Exit Shout one. Out. Exit one. It's a long trip. Listen, if you want to go through Jersey, you got to pay. New Jersey Turnpike. What about the Garden Way Parkway, right? That You got to pay for that, too. We own this joint. Yeah. You it's in the Garden right. State now, brother. Okay, so they're uh, just bonding, smoking uh, 70s weed. Oh, and Gabe Kaplan's cool with that. Yeah, he is, actually. <clears throat> I don't think he partakes. You'll see. It's a plot point later on. He better like, not. He's driving. Thank you, social conscious person. <laughs> right. I'm saying that more for you, you know, everyone to think about me than my real. Check concern. out the brochure of Codwaller uh, College. Check it out, bro. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Holly where you place the comma. <laughs> Sometimes I'm a joke that hits. Yeah, bro, sure, sure, bro. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I want to write that down for the open mic. But what in the world joke could I make? No, it's like I don't know. Put bro, it in a tweet. Sure. So the feet's been dangling out the entire trip, bro. That doesn't make sense. Brochure. Okay, here, here, Carl, crank up the volume. Bro. Oh, so it's oh, yeah. oh, They're all high and down the I've been listening to the same song the entire trip. So again, it's a pretty conventional, you know, the music and the editing. Uh -huh. uh, they kind of go hand in hand. Okay, here comes the cops. Okay, here we go. Go ahead, crack it up. You in this car, Turk. Coach, just drive careful. Roll down the goddamn windows. Get rid of your marijuana. How am I going to do that? Throw it out the window, man. No, no, don't throw it out the window to see it. Lord, man, they're going to bust us for sure. Throw it out the window, man, will you? Don't throw it out the window. Hide it. Ain't no place to hide it. Fuck, goddamn window, man. Throw it out the window to front. Eat it. 
Oh, they have one pound of weed. Don't eat it. Oh, guys. You got to eat one pound of weed. You can't even eat a copper cover. Oh, my God. This is so stupid. Oh. All the stems and the seeds of that 70 weed. Yeah, yeah. The, the potency. It must take you like one fifth high. So, so Gabe is also having it. Yeah, Gabe is cramming. Well, it's a pat on the weed. Oh, it just looks so awful. So they pulled over. It's not possible. You couldn't have that dry stuff. And the cops go by them. They realize they weren't looking after him. That was really funny. Watch. It was really funny. <laughs> I am laughing. Because they're hot. I high, am right? laughing. <laughs> I'm from Hill Street Blues and I am laughing. <laughs> yeah, they had a moment together. Look, he's got crap in his teeth. Stanley's here for you. Three Chichi Chong fans. Okay, here's Cadwaller University. <laughs> look at right? the classic. They get to look at the campus and the buildings. There's <laughs> the uh, future library. The dirt pit. There's the mound of dirt. There's the dormitory. The yeah. Here's our lawn, the back of the. There's the loading dock and the receiving. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Old radio station. There's the yeah, there's a radio station. Here's our infirmary. Oh yeah. Oh, and then here, crank up the music. Boing. <laughs> right, like that revelation, that Muppet movie revelation. This is the place. Du, 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 boing. Room. Well, this is where they're gonna be playing basketball. One thing, uh, Mavis Washington, who plays Swish. Only movie, professional. Oh. She was uh, she's she's from Riverdale, California, yeah, yeah. teaching. Uh... Okay, this guy's weird too. This is a weirdo guy. He's the assistant. He's her Austin Pendleton. Mavis <laughs> Washington. Uh, she was uh, college. She was Tulane. She was the first. Uh... Whoa! I have an ad. How'd that happen? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, okay, guys. Damn it. That stinks. Uh, yeah, that stinks. Uh, just for the audience to know, I'm at 35 and 12 seconds, 13, 14, 15, 16, 35 and 18, 19, 20. Sorry, guys. So she played collegiate uh, basketball and volleyball at UC uh, Riverdale, and uh, she was also a coach in high school uh, in Riverdale. For, okay, for so she's here because of her talent in basketball. Yeah. Well, everyone here has backgrounds. So a lot of a lot of people have background, whether in college or act, other acting roles. Let uh, me tell you something. These are horrible shirt choices. Horrible, stupid shirt choices for a movie. These are low budget choices. He's introducing everybody. He's like, you know, Leroy Malone, Hustler. You know, there's DC. There's Preacher. Are we gonna get in? You're in, man. What I tell you? Right, I tell you. Did I tell you that? I told you, right? All right. All right. Uh, Howard, do you uh, show the men to their rooms? Howard. You boys will follow me? This is their room. 
all four are going to be in the room. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Look at this house. Look at the, the dirty walls. And they plane up the, the furniture. <laughs> See the rip in that chair. You know, so so uh, Michael Warren, Officer Bobby Hill, he yeah. was another. He was in a Jack Nicholson movie that Jack Nicholson directed called Drive. He said he was a basketball consultant and then was okay. on screen. He was in White Shadow, but he was okay. All American UCLA team captain for two years in the late sixties. Uh -huh. He was a basketball coach. Uh, I think he was Hall of something. We're talking about Al Bundy's neighbor, right? No, we're we're talking about Preacher, the the guy in the, the, oh, the, the oh, from Hill Street oh. Blues. And then he was also played a basketball coach in 1991. Heaven is, is in a playground. So, you know, like, I'm just saying some, a lot of these actors, even the actors have a basketball background. What's the conflict? What's the fight? <clears throat> I think it has to do with Swish. I think Swish got under his skin. And they're like, oh, okay. oh he's gay, you know, in 70s parlance. Gotcha. Okay. I see. I see. DC is going to fall for Switch, which is going to conflict, cause conflicting feelings. Does DC around. think he's gay? Yes, he thinks he's gay. That's great. That's great. Okay, you I mean, like it. All right, you like this Okay, so here let's meet the regular team. Wah wah wah. <laughs> Church versus skin. Can you believe this? Look, look what we're looking at. So, is part of this plot going to be they got to whip them into shape? Basically. Um, you know, I think basketball is basically five people, right? Actually, okay. you know, Michael Warren was in the movie The Sixth Man okay. about the ghost that played basketball. I don't know if you remember that movie from a couple, couple decades so, ago. I'm really ignorant. Five people on a basketball team. I think so. Like, I don't know how it goes. I think there's more players, but I, I think it's like five kind of carry it. Oh. But <laughs> he's going to introduce everyone, and we'll meet – Basically, the one player from the campus that's going to be like a regular, <laughs> who's this guy named Reb? Uh, Weird. Reb Brown. Okay, Reb. And he plays bull in this movie. You'll you'll see. The joke is that he wants to play football, but there's no football. He's he's built for football. Okay. Okay, so they're gonna. He's just checking out how this team is, and he's gonna tell like, uh, uh, I wish you guys knock off the Harlem Globetrotters shit. And just play regularly with these guys. That's what he'll say. Like, he's just coaching. And, and the basket. Now, I know you're looking for the outside shot, but don't let him go in on you. Keep your body in between. You hear me? Keep yes. your body between the man and the basket. Let's try it again. Keep your body in between the man and the basket. Here is. So he's, like, coaching. He's, like, sincere. Look, check out those jeans. Jean shorts. Head count. Basketball team. Here, here go ahead and pump it. Okay, good try, Larry. You four guys off the court. Okay, two on two. You four off. You get on the court. You get on the court. Oh, Preach, DC, bring the ball down. Come on, let's go. Move it. All right, never mind. They're just playing sports. Oh, okay. But oh, I think maybe point, now. I think now. Go ahead. Out the Harlem Globetrotter. Yeah, right here. Right here. <laughs> okay. I had a ball. Now, I want everybody to pay close attention to what Preacher just did. Because you're never going to see it again. That was a demonstration of Harlem Globetrotter bullshit. I thought that was kind of funny. He, so I was reading like the reviews, and uh, I watched Siskel and Ebert back when they were on PBS. Mm -hmm. They had it was like the Deer Hunter Sophie uh, 
Apoc- uh, China Syndrome and this movie was that week. And they felt it was like an extended sitcom. And, the, you know, the problem is that this character is pretty close to Carter. Welcome back, Carter. You know, he's Cotter, a, Cotter. Cotter. But he, it's close to it, right? Um, I don't know. See, okay, look, I'm not sure that you've seen an episode of Welcome Back, Cotter in a while. In those episodes, he would go in, start the class. At the beginning, the principal would be like outside going, pressure, pressure on you with these kids. Relax, relax, I got it. Then he would right. go in, he'd start to teach them, we got to get ready for this test. And he would put something on the board and then it'd be like, I'm sorry, but I, I can't take the test on Friday. And he would have a note, right? And then it would, Horshex, Mr. Carter, it was, you know, Vinny Barbarino was with the girl in the back. It was really very sitcom-y. This is a movie, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think the thing is they were saying like, okay, this that guy is Jeb Brown. This guy was okay. the character. He played your Hunter from the Future, this 80s uh, Italian uh, space oh, cool. movie. That sounds so, perfect for our show. The joke about this, yeah, it is. I Actually, you know what? Mystery Science Theater already did it. Damn it. That's how perfect it is. The joke is that like he want, he's a linebacker, basically, but okay. this is the only sport that the uh, university has. It's like Brandeis. There's no football team. So they have to play. He has to play basketball. Ow! Now he's going to choke hold him. He, he's basically saying, like, shh, 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 to him. I'm just going to put you in a sleeper hold. And he's like, don't put him in a sleeper hold. Oh. Yeah, this is where you hear his story. All right. Well, we, we've heard it. Yeah, we heard it. How many people are, does a basketball team have? Five per side. You nailed it, Mike. Right. So basically, he's the fifth one. Uh, there is going to be one of these guys has a moment, an unbelievable moment, unbelievable okay. moment uh, later in the movie. One thing about this movie, it also reminds me of Bad News Bears, and I think that's intentional, even down to like the ladies' uh, sports player, okay. is that uh, they put the, both movie posters were illustrated by Mad Magazine's own Jack oh, Davis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That really gives a look and feel. Yeah. So it was Gabe Kaplan like lying on the on the ground. Uh, holding, spinning a basketball with one finger and, and his pinky up on the other one, right? And him wear, having unlaced uh, sneakers dangling from his feet, mm-hmm. and it was illustrated by Jack Davis, and that was the movie poster. Uh, there is a recent DVD <laughs> where they did a Photoshop of like ladies' legs, like a cheerleader, and then a Photoshop of a guy in a yellow uh, suit holding a basketball, and then Gabe Kaplan's face kind of photoshopped uh-huh. on it. Interesting. Yeah, so I guess how movies look in the nineties and the two th- uh, and the aughts. Ooh, he oh, he hit him! Ow, he hit him back. Yeah, I think that guy who punched—he might be the guy at the end. But there is like one of these—you know—we're not going to see these guys until the—you know—they're always in the background, sitting on the bench or whatever. Right. But there's one guy who does something pretty outrageous at the end. The way end. Okay. Yeah. Let's look at the hair. Looks like a brain. And he's very 70s. He's like, walk it off. Okay, now this <laughs> is DC's uh, teacher, lit, English lit. Hey, coach. Hey, uh, you, you want to talk to me about my student? He's going to fail. Mr. Green, the boy cannot read. Well, that makes him an average college student. <laughs> <laughs> 
I failed to find anything very amusing in that. I have had to flunk this boy on his English midterm. Look at her 1940s here. 1950s. Well, he's going to call uh, her like a young, a young woman. Young means that he won't be able to play basketball. Young beautiful woman. I'm sure uh, Mr. Gutkiss and the whole Cadwallader family uh, are going to be uh, very Yeah, look at that. Because we all... Pulling rank. Yeah. Like yeah. coaches do. Destroy it scholastically. Look, Mrs. I, I don't know about Mr. Gutkiss, but I'm sure that the whole Cadwallader family will understand. Ooh, pushing against bride and, and fiancé. Ooh, Miss. Right, he's married though. Yeah, I know, but he's seeing a way to to having a drink. Get Nancy. Nancy, I'm not asking you to do anything immoral or illegal. All I'm asking you to do is give the boy another chance. Sports is his life. You know, the thrill of victory. Agony of defeat. I've never known the thrill of victory. Well, this is your chance. This is your opportunity. I never known anything. He says, "Like you're a uh, beautiful young white woman. Why don't you give him an opportunity to uh, do the class? You know, give him opportunities. Uh, I don't know." Mm -hmm. You guys finished here? You still working on it? You see that uniform? You wouldn't see that today. You know that went away. Yeah. Well, that's not. Is that a waitress uniform or a maid's uniform? Well, I don't know. I would think in a costume, Halloween costume store, that would be a maid's outfit, right? Right. But clearly, she's playing the role of a waitress. The thing is, like, in the past, like, the milkman would have, like, a wall, white police hat and a, you know, white suit. And the bus, the guy who drove the bus would have the, you know, Ralph Cramden, I'm in the military looking suit. And, like, all that stuff went away. People still wear suits, you know, bus drivers, operators. They have uniforms. Yeah. yeah. It's, little, it's not like the old Cramden look. Well, okay, so I think you're right for government, but like your Maytag repairman guy would show up in his truck and he would be in the uniform, you know. I think those days are gone. So he's, he's going to get... Cracked Magazine. Oh, he's on the mag bed. Yeah, is that great? Cracked Magazine yeah. for 79. Okay, look, I brought books. DC, I talked to your teacher. You got to start training. You're getting a second chance, but you got to learn how to read. Put one foot in front of the other. So, yeah, they're going to have a little, tr I don't know if it's a, a, a study montage. I think there is a study montage. Okay. He, he basically, you know, sweet talked the teacher, took her wine and diner to get a, DC a second chance. I don't know. This is just kind of a long... <laughs> I had to sleep with that skank and you're not going to study? I don't know if he slept with that skank. I don't I know, think he I know. ever... You know, he definitely exploited that, but I don't think he... Uh... Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a little... Bye. This is when why Gene Siskel said it felt like a sitcom that each character had a moment. You know, like this would be... Oh, I see. Yeah. So Vincent Camby in the New York Times, he liked uh, Gabe Kaplan's performance, but he said that he reckons it's like vaudeville, that he is sincere in his acting and he's in the moment, but he's also detached and commentating, commentating on himself. You know, because one of the things he did in the 80s was Groucho, the movie, and right. then when he left, uh, he he continued playing Groucho on, on stage when he retired from from films and stuff. Uh -huh. So, you know, he has a sense of like, he's in the moment, but he also, you know, has like, 
he kind of feels a little like Groucho, like he's kind of detached from it as well. Like he's kind of aware of what's going on. Okay. So when he gives like an eye roll or something like that, it's kind of <laughs> of the moment. And also, uh, you know, I'm, you're in a movie with me, but I'm also the actor who's put in yeah. this situation. Oh, so yeah, this is the study montage. This is a good shot. Oh, yeah. You know, one thing about this film is it's all practical. So, you know, he tells a story, they make a successful shot, or he, you know, coach throws it in, it goes in. But you know that's several takes. Yeah, yeah. To get mm -hmm. that one shot. Right. It must. Yeah. I mean, we're a practical world. We're not. I don't even think there's like a theme song, a song, montage song playing in the background. I think it's just going on. Okay, yeah. See, the, the learning about... Well, you know, William Faulkner, on the other hand, said this. Okay. <clears throat> and you know who's helping him is that dude, Swish. Don't in the middle of it, Preacher, because this could happen. Very easy. That could happen, Preacher. Describe the oh, yes, essence of your character. He does have some music in the background. What? Describe, describe the essence of the character of Gatsby. <laughs> So yeah, we're montaging the... Yeah, he's, he's studying for... Uh, he's forcing him to study about Great Gatsby on the toilet. And also, look at this scene. That's pretty iconic, him lying on the ground like that. Yeah, yeah. And all throughout this whole time, Swish is helping him. Mm -hmm. And I think they might be falling in love. Uh, well, you might be noticing a Swish in his walk. Okay, he can't concentrate, he's saying. Mm -hmm. I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm always con I, I'm focusing on my hands and my feet right now. I'm not in the moment. I, I would need something to help me concentrate. This is impossible. Wait a minute, I have an idea. You need some location to help you concentrate? Yeah, that's exactly it. Wait a minute. Cut to... Well, you see, on the one hand, William Faulkner said that this but yet on the other hand <laughs> i believe it was t.s Eliot who opined the so other he's thing. getting permission to answer the questions verbally not on a test right so he is he's actually giving his essay uh, exams orally on the uh -huh. basketball court and he's doing really well So at least up to the Codwaller uh, level of acceptance. And then, boom, look at this shot. Now, one thing I expected, Mike, and we're not seeing <clears throat> is games with filled stadium, you know, uh, uh, rafters and... No, well, we will... You know it's lead this is all leading into one final game, right? Okay. We know that, right? I mean, how do you think this movie is going to end? Well, I mean, there was this one team that he really wanted to beat. So oh, look, certainly... Don't touch me, guy. Yeah, don't be a fag. Yeah, that's exactly right. They use that word a lot in this movie. They oh, use the really? Words too. Yeah. Ugh, that's, you know, he said well, that. What a faggot. What? <laughs> that's okay, funny. <laughs> Got the cheerleaders. Okay, are we having a game now? With yeah, this is the first. So this is the introduction of the team. Wait, I asked you if this would be college level, like in the media and stuff. This is college. There's going to be this is going to be press. Uh, 
so they're just like really i don't know what's it called Collie's tears what's the mike this is not the, the college game i was thinking of look who's in the stands right it's like a wrestle private wrestling match it's like oh maybe oh no i think they're playing a team yeah, no, they're I guess playing they're, a team they're all, right. all right okay you're right there's this just you have the president there and the Codwalla family. The stakes are low. The stakes are low. Wait, is that another team they're playing? Yes. Okay. The one thing I gotta say is that the team is really funny in this movie because his wife doesn't. He's going to go in to kiss his wife on the lips and his wife right. won't let him do it. So go like, go side, kiss. It's really funny. Hey, right here, watch. Come on, give a kiss. She's awesome. That actress was uh, good in Roller Girls, I think, in the 70s. <laughs> Whoa! Okay, so look at this. They're killing. A lot of coaching stuff. Coaching stuff. Oh! Bull. Come on, Bull. We saw what a butt shot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's no music playing now. It's just cameras set on the court and they do this one take, right? Or no, they cut there. The guy tells the story well. This director, he's made weird movies. The Traveling Guillotine from 1970. About the a traveling guy who, what? I'm sorry. The Traveling... He made a movie called The Traveling Guillotine. It's Keith Carradine. I think it's Keith. It might have been David. Okay. Uh, but he, in 1918, this guy has an electric chair, and he goes to prisons and and uh, charges prisons to electrocute people. <laughs> that was one of his movies, this director. Red. He did Dan, services. He comes did Damnation in. Alley, the science fiction movie from the seventies. This guy is kind of a. I like his style. Okay, so this is the coach from Nevada. This guy. All right. Yeah. And he's bringing Harold, uh, the weird guy with glasses, the Austin Pendleton, and he's saying to this guy, he's saying, "I want to know everything I you and I need to know about this coach. You know where he breathes, where he breathes, blah blah blah." And that's what he's going to leave Harold off with. So Hal's going to run off and bug his phone, which is going to flip him out. Really? Yeah, Harold's a weird one. He's a funny little character. It sound right. So yeah, that's the enemy right there, that guy with the cane. That's the coach of... Uh, now, Nevada. does he earn it? Does the director show us him being an asshole and then so we don't like him? <clears throat> yeah, he does fine. Uh, you know, it's on the strength of this actor. Oh, now we're at a game with a much more serious crowd. Yeah, right. But they're doing well, Codwalla. Right? They won the previous game, and now they got a, a bigger crowd. Oh, oh, okay. Is that right? Look at that. They're killing. They're killing. <laughs> got See, you don't hear any music. You don't really have no. any crazy camera angles. It's yeah. just... Whoa! Yeah, this guy likes to push people. I think 23 is the troublemaker. Break it, break it. <laughs> She's like six something, I forget. Yeah. Her hair's crazy, too. Her hair's crazy. 
I love how they kiss though. They're so funny. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. Now, that's what you have to do in these movies. You gotta go... Mm, your fist. There's another $50. Yeah. I bet you so this was not in one take, right? I, I talked over the best part of the movie. He, he convinces it'll be $60 a game. And uh-huh. right before Gabe Kaplan leaves, he goes, okay, you know what? Just to make things simple, let's do 100 And the guy goes, 60 Like, through his teeth. So he's getting paid $60 per game. Which is the reason why his wife was not into it. It's like, it's, we're not making any money off of this. Oh, okay, here you go. Uh, like, oh, uh, the newspaper, we made some newspaper uh, mention. Here, go ahead and play the sound on this. I just want to see where we're at. Gentlemen, they stand undefeated after five games, trouncing their opponents by as much as 40 points and having scored not less than 100 points in every game. President Alden Gukas has imported coach David Green from New York. And this young man has fielded a team of top 10 caliber. State University, take notice. Howard, we got their attention. What do you got for me? Here we go. Very professional, winning a project. Coach, the man is as pure as ivory snow. I checked him out from the time he was born. I even tailed him for a week. I put a bug on his telephone. What? What? You said he was the enemy. You said he was the enemy. I put a bug on his phone. mistress, that's for sure. No one night stands, no problems at home does have one daughter, so I thought maybe we'd hire some young stud, you know, to hit on her. Work that kind of thing. She's married, she's got three kids. You know, she's not having any affairs, neither is Bo's wife. I checked her out completely. You know that they have been married for 35 years. So I thought what I'd do is I'd hire some hooker to hit on Bo, you know, but it would cost a few dollars. So I thought, you know, that I should speak to you. Put a bug on his phone. Love it. You want to pay the money? No, Howard. I don't want to pay money for any hooker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the one of the funniest scenes of the movie. And then, then Howard gets really weird in this movie. He's gonna try to hit on this woman who loudly says, "I'm really bored of you. <laughs> I'm no interest in you." I think he talks about Richard Nixon for the rest of this movie. He's a strange character in this film. All right. Yeah, no more. Hey, Harold, no more bugging. Look at this shot, dude. Are we we back to a little crowd or this? No, he's hanging out with journalists. And what he's doing is he's setting a trap for the Nevada coach. He's saying, yeah, you know, if I was a Nevada coach, I wouldn't want to play us. And he's saying, what, you're saying that he would be too scared to play? He goes, fellows of the press. Please don't put words in my mouth. You're the ones saying he's too much of a coward to come. I'm just saying if I was in his position, I wouldn't want to play us. I'm not applying like you are applying that he is a coward. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because guess what the article is going to say? Yeah. Yeah. So he's just baiting along. So they, they've taken the bait as wide as their collars are, as how gullible they are. <laughs> you can tell how gullible a guy is by the size of his collar. Yeah. Yeah. Those 70s quaffs nowadays, I mean, back in the day, they just look like regular people. But nowadays, they just look like so much hair. So much hair. And also the jean shorts as a coach is just Mm -hmm. trips me up. As much as it probably trips his balls up. Okay, now there's some animosity between, like, DC's feeling really worried about Switch. Okay, hey, did you just go in the newspaper? See, look, there's the deed of the Cudwaller behind him. And see, I'm a coward. Oh no! I no, have, that... have the highest respect for you, and if anybody said anything other than that, I'm going to sue him for libel. Well, what's this talk about me being afraid of you? 
Oh, I never said that. You know how those guys are. They're trying to get us into a shooting match. Well, I don't need it, and I don't want it. I got enough headaches inside my own league. All right. Hey, uh, right. That's another thing. They're oh, in different leagues. Yeah. You know, Cudwaller is like uh, bottom barrel. There's like no way they, they, they would actually models. really play them. Thank you. You know, even my style of coaching comes uh, right out of your book. Oh. Yeah, check out you read my book? Did I read your book? I wouldn't have got this job if I didn't read your book. <laughs> well, I don't believe it, but it's a hell of a good story. I'd like to meet you sometime. Well, I'd love to meet you. I mean, it'd be my privilege. How about uh, how about Saturday night? Look, we have a game and you don't. Why don't you come over? I'm sure Mr. Yeah, yeah, we got a game you don't. You. Get out. Put the dwarf on. Prostitute. The dwarf on. Dwarf. <laughs> he knows, dwarf. He knows he's in the room, too. <laughs> Hello, Bo. Um, I didn't understand this film, Fast Break. I thought the stakes were much higher. I thought they had, would have national television coverage and be going right. serious teams. Also, like this movie looked like it was going to be set in New York City the entire time. At least, uh -huh. you know, at least uh, you just have this feel of it. But uh, yeah, they go to Nevada. Yeah, uh, he's just they're they're having a good time or whatever. I forget what they're doing. He's just like, don't forget the focus or whatever. Well, you see, he went to like they they were offered him the job, and he said, "I'm going to take it." And it was a big thing with the wife. And I thought he was flying off to some like, you know, we've got a team, a unit of, uh, you know, it's like a professional. I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was a big opportunity. So when he was going to those guys, it was like, this is a way for you to get out, to become a real basketball player in the college leagues. Well, that's one thing about this this character. He's not doing it for the kids. He's doing it because he wants a career as a basketball coach. He's doing it for himself. Okay. You know, he's driven. He always wanted to be a basketball coach. If it means that he can get a bunch of his fr uh, old students yeah, uh, college education, Ah, because, you know, like the, the school is giving them scholarships. They're giving them yeah. room and board and they're all going to school. Uh, here, crank up the volume. I, I forget. Pump up the volume. Pump up the volume. Is to basketball. You sure? Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, oh, they got their own rooms, by the way. Oh, goodness, man. <laughs> Things are tough, Carl. There's only eight points different. Look, they're only up by eight points. That's not a lot. That's not a lot. It could change. That's one thing like I like about this. Four baskets or something. Lock could change in three minutes. The drama. Get a three-pointer, somebody. There's no like music in this this stuff. Like a lot of it's, they're gonna suspend the music now. Mm -hmm. So a lot of it's just natural, just kind of building the story. Speak of sneakers. That. Yeah, and then they, the music at the very end. It's the big payoff, you know, like at the final moment. So I, I kind of like that style. Yeah, this movie is corny for sure, right? I mean, how many of these kind of underdog movies have you seen? But it's good. I don't know. Well, they're I, not an underdog. They're not an under. Are they? I mean, well, they've got I mean, prof they got a competing team. You mean they're an underdog in their league? 
Maybe, <coughs> well, I mean, Adw uh, Adwala. Adwala University was never even accounted for. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> okay, he's going to give the halftime speech. Should we hear it? Yeah, a little bit. I can't wait. Look how the camera's on back here, and he's going to. Now, like the sound is natural sound. I just kind of like this. You smoking dope? Not bad enough. You're missing the easy layups. You're not even hustling out there. Well, take me out. Oh yeah. He's having an off night. He's having an off night. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. This is a basketball game, my friend. This is a group therapy session. We should be destroying this goddamn team out there. We're by eight points. They got momentum. They got. I mean, we could lose this game. You know why? He's playing like a big shit, and the rest of you are playing like little shits. Acting. <laughs> he is. He's, he's right. He's having an off night. In it. Stop shooting so much. Catch. Beach creature. Preacher's yeah, hot. I, I, I'm open out to the coach. I mean, set some picks. Shut something. up. Let me coach the team. All right, preacher. Set some picks for him. He's hot. He's right. And why aren't you shooting, Swish? You got the boy. You got shots. Take him. Don't be Mr. Nice Guy passing all the time. Take those shots when you got him. And Sam, you got three fouls right? on you ready. It sounds like coaching. And open up that offense. What's that? Yeah. I said, this sounds like sports talk, right? This thing yeah, like coaching. Yeah. The drama. <laughs> All right. Wait, wait. No, it's turning it around. Important everybody in this room. Let's do it, all right? All right. Get a drink of water. Go to the bathroom. All right, get you going. All right, get back. Uh, he didn't really. He didn't really turn around his. He did turn around his attitude, but he apologized. And then what he should have done at that point was say, "The reason is because I believe in you guys. That's why I know you can shoot better. I know you can take those shots when you're open. I know you can stop being such a nice guy and pass the ball." Then they're like, "Hey, we want you to sit here." And he's like, "No, I'd rather sit over there." <laughs> really? So here what? comes the. Yeah. How are they setting him up? Well, because they told the press, they basically said he would be a coward to have his team play us. And then, hey, fellas, don't write that down. That's You're putting words in my yeah, mouth. Right, right, right. And then they went under their skin and made the call. And then they convinced him, well, why don't you, you know, we got a game and you don't. Why don't you come by Saturday? Yeah, you can sit here. No problem. Because, but sure. you're not, they're going to do something. Well, he's going to see them. And he's, they're trying to pique their interest. Yeah, you'll see. Okay, okay, okay. Basically, they're going to play each other not because of basketball. He's going to get hood hoodwinked. They're going to trick him into get, having, having to have to play them. Okay. So that's outside the game. Oh, so the decision that they're going to play each other isn't even 100% made right now. No, he's just he's just taking a look at it. Okay. He says something nasty. Whoa! To I think he goes, uh, looks like he drained the ghetto. <laughs> and uh, he gave kind of gives that kind of like black eyed pinpoint uh -huh. uh, stare at him. Yeah, he's sitting right there on the, the Michael Rappaport seat, right? That's where the celebrity yeah. sits, the Jack yes. Nicholson seat. Right, he's in the Spike Lee zone. That's right. Okay, here you go. He goes 61, 67. 66, 67, 68, 69, 70. 70. You're a real human being. 
Yeah, get the music for that. Hill Street Blues. He was in Hill Street Blues. He was in Hill Street Blues. He was in Hill Street Blues. Hill Street Blues. Hey, out there, you. Oh, hey, now, here, go ahead, crank this up. This is Howard's moment. It's unbelievable. I went up to the Western White House, you know, in the, uh, to San Clemente, you know, on the bus tour. Is he talking about Reagan? Is he talking about... Yeah, because... I don't know, San but he was Clemente. on it. That's Nixon, San Clemente. So here's a party, and they got the Nevada coach. And you know what? Gabe is losing so much money to this guy. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, like $80. Okay, good. Crank him up. I have to tell you, how loud do you want to hear it? I'm not interested in you. <laughs> By the way, that actress. Like somebody voted for him. Yeah. I mean, he won. Married Craig T. Nelson. Craig, who is that? I know Craig it. Coach. TV show coach. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. She would Book go on. Club. Book club, the next chapter. Craig T. Okay, Nelson. are we getting rivalry now? Like a fight? Who was hurt? Well, you know, I had an off night. Happens once in a while. I like this outfit. And that white kid playing linebacker for the Rams. Yeah. That guy, uh, your. Hunter for the future, hey, like a linebacker for the Well, I'll tell you something, boy. I don't deal with personalities. He's a hell of a shot. He's a great shot, but he's got no muscle. Get his little butt bounced off the court. You know, Bo, uh, you're really putting down my team. We won 114 yeah. to 70. It's not chopped liver. <laughs> with that competition? Chopped liver. Call good. They're eight and two. He was, a, he was a deli manager. He knows what he's talking about. Uh, he knows chopped liver. Up. Now, what's a fast break? That's a billiards term? Is it a basketball I, term? You're nervous. I do not know. It's not an easy shot. Be careful. I think he lets him win. We stretch the eight ball. He lost. You know, Bob, I'll tell you something. If I didn't know what a gentleman you are, I think I was hustled. <laughs> it was a time I made my room and board. Oh, no. He just sank the eight ball, the last one. Yeah. Oh, he and won. speaking of pool hustling... Hey, I want you to meet Leroy Hustler Malone. Oh, nice <laughs> to meet you. Uh, How'd you get that nickname? Oh, I used to subscribe to Hustler Magazine. No, nothing with <laughs> pool. Really. Is that, what's this game called? Pool? <laughs> Can I play? Well, I don't want you to take any college money from you. I'll tell you what, Coach. I'll use my coach money uh, against it. Sure. And now we're going to do that Happy Days cut <laughs> later on. Okay. Is it okay? Sure, I, don't, I don't see why not. It's your money. I can't talk to you. Can't talk to you. I was just getting huh? panicking. Panic. I'm going back now. Okay, Daddy? panic. No, I'm not mad at you. What's the matter? You face my see us alone again? We're not together. <laughs> what is this? We're not together? We're just talking, that's all. I don't bite you, no. Don't talk about biting. Um, off campus. Oh, I gotta watch even what I say to my own teammate. Oh, what now he's you, crying. What are, you, <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing now, man? Come on, dude. Brian. Come on, That's a cry, bro. Nineteen years old. You walk around here like a goddamn woman. You you talk like one. I even got feelings like one. See? Do I lie? Do I cheat? Am I some kind of criminal? 
Why the hell are you talking to me this way? Because you make me uncomfortable, that's why. You think I'd be interested in somebody like you? But you watch your mouth. But what do you want to talk about, basketball? Hey, man, I, I got to go. <laughs> He's got to go. It's going to leave her crying. Him crying. Hey, we do have that 70s music playing in the back. Hey, look, man, pull yourself together, will you? <laughs> that's what he says. That's yeah. over the top. Yeah, then he walks away like that because he's almost, almost uh, touched him. You know, uh, he got more electoral votes. He got more electoral votes. Was an Please go away. Glue all. Oh, I'm not just there is nothing about you that interests me. Did you get that? It's creepy, right? Unbelievable. It's a little jokey joke. I mean, but the one thing to this movie's credit is they're letting other characters breathe a little bit, right? I mean, uh -huh. they're giving. It's not just the mechanics of of the main characters. There's the you know a little bit going on, gotcha. but you know he is kind of glamming onto her, kind of no glomming. Okay, this guy is down money. He's down four thousand nine hundred dollars, and he's saying, well. It's all right. He doesn't have to pay. And he's well. What do you mean I don't have to pay? You owe me money. It's five thousand. I'll tell you what. If you want to set up a basketball game between your team and my team, we could probably wait. We'll do this. If you win, no debts. Okay. Oh no! I think this is what the one more. Let's play one more pool game. And here's the deal: if you win, the you don't owe us five thousand. But if we win, we play you in a week. Okay, fellas. Sounds good. Rack them up. Fast break. Hit. Tails. See? Damn, I'm down again. Red wine. You think? Cognac, maybe? Uh, yeah, because that's not his style, red wine. I must be wrong. This print. I blame the print. I blame the print. Look at this photography. It's just what you see is what you get. Yeah, this is the patented over the pool table shot. <laughs> but I mean like how many takes did they have to do to get that one singular shot yeah you're right well I'm sure they hired a professional yeah. uh, well this is definitely so we'll see you on the court damn it there we go third act get it to the third act low okay, five look. there's creepy Harold he's in bed with her oh yeah with her here we go See, ah, uh, ha, ha, ha. He, he got her in the end. He, he was such a creepy father. So he just randomly gets up and he randomly looks out the window. And what does he see? It's DC. He's out of here. Bye. No. No. So she's completely out. So it's just he's going to go out naked. Or no, he's going to go tell. What happened? He didn't oh, have money or? Well, no, the next bus ride to uh, New York City is in four hours. Uh-huh. Ah, but Gabe's caught him. Right. Because of. He's saying, I feel like my emotions indicate <laughs> that I'm gay. And because of that, I must leave Nevada and go back to New York City by the Greyhound. And be a straight person. Right. So he's going to say, okay, well, guess what? Surprise, she's a girl. You know, go ahead and play, but see how he does it. He sounds like a real coach. Like he's saying, you know, what, you like the way uh, Swish's ass runs down the court? 
That's exactly what he says. Coach, it's personal. I'm sorry. Here we go. I don't know what it is, man, but it's something real weird. What the hell is going on? Tell me. Let me help you. Will you tell me? All right, man. Do you want two fags on your team? What? I think I'm a fag. Come on. No, I'm serious, man. I never felt this way in my whole life. My way. Look, man, don't tell anybody. It's that goddamn swish. Is that what this whole thing is about? Swish? He didn't know. Okay. You find yourself attracted to swish. No, as a coach, you say guys having conflicts about sexuality. The last as it glides down the court, you're turned on by swish. You want to hug him and you want to kiss him? You're overprotective? Nothing wrong with that, DC. See? No. It's okay to be gay. Okay, wait. No. But guess there's nothing what? wrong with me and there's wait. nothing wrong with you either. Wait. Man, when you start looking at a guy like you would at a girl, I mean, damn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that it's okay to be gay. Uh, wait, it doesn't apply. Guys, girl. Reveal it already. Swish. Girl. <laughs> oh, what a fucking hypocrisy this movie. What an easy out this movie takes. And now he's suddenly like, hi, how's everything? Rainbows of sunshine. Let me come down and. He's going to pop right next to her. I apologize for the way I treated you. I really shouldn't have treated you that way. Okay. All right. Can I sit down? Free country. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He did a grunt. Uh-oh. Oh! You're attractive, you know that. <laughs> I'm attracted to you, man. Because I was about 14 when I realized I liked boys. <laughs> I think you better go. Hey, come on. You said you was lonely. I mean, I understand that. I've been lonely lots of times. DC, cool it. You're out of line. How about if I move in with you? Out. Hey, okay, okay. If you want to let me move in with you, at least let me see you. We go off campus, restaurants, movies. Will you get out of here? Hotels. I'm crazy about you, baby. If you don't get out of here in ten oh, seconds, I'm calling campus security. No, don't be that way, Roberta. You Roberta. Roberta James. <laughs> Not Robert James. You know, I was at the bus station today, ready to leave town when the man I told me. Can you believe that? I was ready. I had such a gay panic. I was ready to hop on the Greyhound. <laughs> I was at the Greyhound. Next thing you know, I was at the Greyhound station. <laughs> Driving back to straight land. Yeah. New York City. Last okay, night, New York City. Last night, I had to tell a joke that was like involved being gay. And there were three gay people definitely in the audience. And I had to tell the joke. They loved the joke, luckily. There you go. Okay, so he, even though it's her mother-in-law, she she does call uh, her mom. Right. And mom is here to say, you know, your estranged husband, my son, just yeah. gave me a plane ticket to come see this stupid Nevada game in Nevada. And you should and, come with me. Yeah, I'm old. I'm 65 years old, and I've never been on this metal bird before, so I need you to come with me. Because I'm so scared. Yeah. And you should see your estranged husband do what he likes to do. Mike, you know what I want to do? I want to fucking drink that coffee and eat that pie. Look at it. The pie looks great, doesn't it? Oh, I mean, all the Jewish food in this movie looks pretty good. 
like the the chopped liver that DC was eating and the chopped liver is terrible. Doesn't matter if you're Jewish or not. There's a whole bit where that guy eats. He goes, uh, yeah, he's got the whole plate, the sandwich, but he ate half of it. And he goes, I'm going to charge you for a whole sandwich. He goes, Gee, it's it was hard. I didn't realize it was terrible. Until I you know I just made it. And so he takes the other half, Gabe, and he bites into it and he goes. I'll charge you for half a sandwich. It's <laughs> <laughs> a stick. <laughs> so anyway. So she's going to do it. She's going to go and she's see saying, her man. I she had an opportunity to do something when I was young, and I didn't do it, and I regret that moment. Uh -huh. Don't be like me. Don't regret the moment. Come to Nevada and see the final game for the final reel of the movie. <laughs> The movie needs you. We need this movie can't just end with them winning the big game. He has to be hoisted up, yelling, We're number one, and then see you in the crowd. And he gets his wife back, I guess. Yes, yes. Okay. So now, there she goes. Now, did she use the same dog groomer as Lassie? <laughs> that actually was Lassie, uh, a build role. Hollywood Any dogs that hair. drink. Great yeah. read, Hollywood dog. You should plug that. That's still available on Amazon, right? Hollywood Listen, dogs that drink. Yeah, it's, Hollywood uh, dogs that drink. It's a retrospective by Mike Spiegelman. And it's really worth it. Okay, so this is the big game. Here comes the game. Here comes the big game. Nothing to worry about except for the New York police cops that are going to talk to Gabe Kaplan because they want a warrant of DC's arrest for the final reel. Oh, really? Yes. So interesting. Well, let's whatever our plot points. DC is. is wait, wait. Then let me ask you a question first. Yeah. Are they walking into the crowds and accolades that I was looking for in the beginning of the movie because now they're playing the higher team? Uh, they are away. They are at the away game, right? They are away game. So there's more people probably at this better league. Okay. Uh, so team. they're going to a better league where it has yeah. more. Okay. I'm from the New York Police Department. I'm here to tell you that I have a warrant for DC's arrest and I'm going to let them after the game. Does he convince now, him after the do it after the game or is he says. Now, Peter's like. Hey, oh, hey, uh-oh, I know that guy. Oh, no. That's it's Eddie Murphy nice. in Back to the Future Barbershop. <laughs> you think he's the Jewish barbershop guy? <laughs> no, he, no, he's the one of the black ones. There were three oh. older. Oh, all right. But wait, maybe you're right. Maybe I am think I'm merging the two. You no, I'm the one. He's African-American, but I can't describe it. So what are we learning about the arrest? No, he's keeping it under wraps. He's not telling anybody about it. However, Preacher has his own problems because that weird uh, mafioso or military family, the one that he knocked up their 15-year-old daughter, Yes, that hitman is there. The he's just man. not, he's just not right. You don't understand. But he, he's not really letting it. He's not telling them the reason. Well, Wait. maybe it's Eddie Murphy as the preacher. No, uh, yeah, the preacher. Who played the preacher in Back to the Future? Was that Arsenio Hall? Coming to America? Yeah, coming to America. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just a little, uh, it's a little late here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here oh, no. Oh, yeah. And then who walks in? Who walks in? Oh, that's so gay. So, oh, of course, he's going to walk right into the garbage can. Quiet, quiet, loud. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> now her armpits are shaved. Yeah. Well, that's kind of girly. No, we all no. In this movie, is kind of you know he's gay, oh. he's light, he's swish. Oh, okay, okay, and that's why he. Yeah. Does. That's why people think uh, Swiss is a guy. Because he shaved his underarms. Well, maybe that's probably part of it, too. Okay, here it is, the final thing. Now, I have to admit, like, there's no music in this until the final scene. I mean, this is the marching band. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I gotcha. But there's no mu movie music. No, there's no music, movie magic other than he gets his shots in the scene and, and then you see the, the athleticism, you know, like they make the shots correctly, you know. This guy's swish. He's got no muscle. Now work on him. And that white guy, Newton, he's a bull. Get him to foul out. There's no bench. I bet you wants to whip him. Roar! Roar! Let's go. Damn, sounds like goddamn war down there. Don't worry about them. We'll shoot yeah. off our own guns. Okay, guys, break. <laughs> Fucking break already. They do a half hearted one, too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> these are the breaks. <laughs> it would be fun. I, I missed it. Was it funny? Did they go one, two, three? No, no. They just did a very like, half hearted one. <laughs> no, I, I don't really understand the kind of tension that's going on between the players, but there is one. And at one point, he's going to ask one of the white players to uh, mess with another player. Okay. Uh, and this is like a character that we don't really see. And what he does is pretty crazy. Okay. But right now, we're just watching the, the story unfold. They're playing basketball. They're, you know. And it's real basketball. It's not just movie basketball. I mean, I know it is movie basketball. But it is movie basketball, but you're right. Look at these shots. They're like. Yeah. They're playing basketball. Yeah. It's seamless. It's definitely, this guy's a good storyteller. I have to give credit to this director. He's what I mean to say like, is you've seen sports movies like the basketball where the play is choreographed, you know, and they know exactly what to do, and it comes off really spectacular. Or my favorite is like you lead to the final moment. Like a Roxy, Roxy, Rocky movies do this. Yeah. And then they suddenly have this montage, and it's like, well, wait a minute. We've been waiting for this final bout you know i don't need a montage i want to see this guy's gonna take a shot oh what's going on don't shoot me don't shoot me he's got a gun he's got a gun there's a camera who was shot at earlier in this movie but nothing happened right no the right. audience is like what no. what are you doing no the, the grimace is outside okay but all the all the problems that the team have are all going to come to a head in this final game okay so, Features uh, Hitman's going to show up. The cops are showing up for DC's arrest. Um, and then Swish is going to come clean, basically. Swish will have a moment. Okay. This guy's pushed like. This is actually a cool moment with Bull. He's out of the game. So this is one of the reasons why I watched this movie three times. Just figure out the mechanics of what's going on in this. <laughs> bull. This is Bull. Yeah, there he is.
Now, one other thing is that the mom has not arrived yet. The mom and wife. Have Why? Not okay. You would figure if they have tickets and the games are. Yeah, so this is, look at this shot. How cool is this? Yeah. That was a good cut, too, matching action. Yeah. What's the matter with you guys? What do you want out of us, folks? DC and Newton supposed to be the weak players out there, and they're killing us. Then start putting pressure on them, you asshole. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. All right, hang on a second. Let's see if this is where it gets crazy. No, not yet. Whoa! Fight! Fight! Yeah. Well, you know, because DC is definitely rattled by this. The All switch right. got knocked down. That's what the coach wanted, right? He was like, this guy has no muscle. Knock him down. Yep, yep. And he pushed the call. We need to get big, but it's halftime. You know what that means uh, in the locker room. Okay. Okay. Big, big talk. Big talk in the locker room. All right, gentlemen. I don't have too much to say. We're leading by four points. Uh, it's been a pretty good first half. I think we got a big psychological advantage going into the second half, so let's take advantage of it. Now, Mr. DC Dacey, AC Ducey. AC Ducey. I'm telling you this as a friend, not as a coach, because you're going to get your ass kicked out of the game. They're coming down on Swish. I know they're coming down on Swish, but that's part of the game, and he knows it too, all right? Just because you guys are dating. Come on. Yeah, right. Yeah. Killing me on the board. I was going to address myself to that problem. All right, hang on. Raise volume. the second half. I want beaten out of the game. I'm asking you to do. See this guy? I want that guy out of the game. You know what to do? This guy who we haven't seen at all. He's like, yeah, I know what to do. That's the cop waiting for the game to end. Again, DC's not aware of it yet, but Gabe knows. That's a great shot. Yeah. I mean, you got real people in there, and it looks lively enough. It doesn't look too dull like he's got the camera on the ground this was uh, what i was expecting from the very first game this kind of crowd sure they wait till the last moment going a little cheer <laughs> i wish i had better commentary about a sports game i'm just waiting for this film to keep going <laughs> That's, I'm waiting for the outrageous take him out thing. Yeah, right. That's exactly right. All right, here we go. Oh, you're gonna have to take that guy out for punching him. Wait, but how did how did so, he get him to do it? What did he say? The he's gonna tell. He's gonna tell Coach and uh, I think it's Hustler with him. Hey, what he said. He's out of the he was game. Provoked, right? So he's going to ask him, what did you say to the player? Right. I'm going to warn you, the N-word's coming up. You want it off? He Mike? said, your mother is a free, and then he uses the N-word. And look at the reactions. And Gabe says, well, it's basketball. And this, the other player's like, no, it's bullshit. 
but then he goes there's a scene we're gonna might lose it just because the way the film goes he says uh hey coach you want me to call any other players and he says that word again and he goes no don't call the players that <laughs> so yeah that word's used in this movie so he's out of the game yeah bull is finally out but check it out this is a great scene crank it up for bull yeah let's Oh, yeah. Who should I call? Coach, or don't call anyone now. Here we go. Best scene in the movie. Better tonight than I ever thought you were capable of. I tried, Coach. I really tried. You played your best game when it counted. You got nothing to be ashamed of, believe me. Yeah, but we could lose. We never lost before. I have. You don't die for it. Good game. He's crying. Yeah. Touching in a way. He said that's the best game you've played. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. That's I like this cheerleading. Look at that. I know, I know, I know. No, that's good. Oh, director! Go back. Oh, tan out. Oh, uh... Oh, I forget. I think he gets. I forget with hustler. Okay, here we go. Crank it up. He's gonna tell DC something. DRS is gonna serve it as soon as the game over. How do you know that? Call me before that. Oh. All right, that's it. DC So now he knows. But why tell him now exactly? Because there's like three him? minutes left in the game. Oh, you mean he was trying to tell him he wasn't going to... He had to tell him before the game ended. Right, because they're going to arrest him once the game ends. Okay. So you know what I would do? What would you do? I, I would get into the stands with all the regular people and somehow try to get a shirt on. I don't know how. Like, take it from somebody. Try to get a shirt on like I'm a civilian. Okay, here comes the shirt on. Your plane finally landed? You finally got a taxi cab to go to the... the University? Yeah, really. Well, Only in the movies. G Gabe didn't see? No, Gabe has not seen that his mom and his uh, wife showed up. Which one, David? Over there, Mom. <laughs> they throw the ball into it and it's called a goal. <laughs> More cheerleaders. Come on, DC. Yeah, his mind isn't on getting arrested. Yo, he's in perfect health. Nothing's gone wrong. Yeah. I do think that suit matches his uh, beard well in the tie. Ooh, good one. That was a great uh, deflect. What do you call it? <laughs> Yes! Oh! Oh no! Oh, DC! Oh, oh no. it's DC? Perfect! Oh, that's for the hospital. Oh, oh yeah, we gotta get him off the court. Oh, God. Ow. Oh, Ow. I'm hurt. Ow. Oh, Look, I got hurt. jiggly wiggly leg. I got okay. jello leg, coach. Now, this is like Harold's last moment in this movie to be a weirdo. Okay. It's like, Harold, go ahead and take him. 
So they're going to go in the locker room. DC can't wait to run the fuck out. And Harold's going to be like, are you okay? Can I get you a cold press? Should I, go put your Should I call the doctor? He's like, no, you just go. So, <laughs> and they say, like, he said something to him that's like, oh, it's too bad you can't play. He's like, it's we're up. He goes, yeah, but it's three minutes. And look how you could hear the conversation from back of the, you know, yeah. in the back. Oh, Howard, why don't you go and watch the game? Well, how go, you weirdo? Yeah. Oh, so? Without you, we haven't had a chance. And we have eight points. That last two minutes. Two minutes. All right, so that hits hard. Look, I'm sorry. I just didn't think it would mean as much to Harold, you. Harold served his purpose. He got through the DC. The DC has to go play the game. Well, the I mean, being arrested. He could either not play the game in the last couple minutes and uh, escape. Uh huh. Or. Play the game, and he'll yeah, choose to play the game. Eventually, okay. Let me say that that's very good, but that's something you do to the main character, not not a not story. To him. Right? I know, I know. This is where it becomes a TV show, where the different characters have their moments. But I, I get you. But also, he notices. Speaking of other characters, there's the killer. Yeah, for for okay. preacher. So we're gonna. Just uh, kill two birds with one stone here. That's great. Right. That's great. I mean, it is the style of writing as a TV show as we're playing out these, uh, you know, mini morality plays. Uh, and that's not what you're supposed to do in a movie. But still, it's, that's, it's good that he would save the other preacher. Right. And also help the team out. So they're, right. now they're losing for sure. And the old coach has got his, ma his moxie back, his cackle back. Okay. Check my watch. Oh, no, Pete. Oh, oh, now my kidneys got punched. Oh, oh I smell moment. your jock. Oh. So they're going to say, he's going to say, you're back. And he, he's going to tell Preacher, yeah. And you know that Growler guy? Uh, he's Don't in the back. He's going to put him in the back of the police car. He's going to, so all the loose ends are tied up. You know how there's okay. a cop waiting, a New York City cop? here yeah. in nevada he has a police car i guess he maybe he drove it all the way but he's going to put the bad guy in the police car that's See? great it's weird would it be a nevada police car or a new york city I, police car? no you're of course right about that i mean it's yeah. not important enough for them to spend the money to send some guy to nevada oh uh, well okay and then all right so we're down <laughs> Cheer, cheer faster. That's what basically she says to her. Yeah. Okay, look who's back. What? Hey, he's back. Hey, look, and there's Harold. Hey, like, he listened. Okay, all right. Time out, time out, time out. One of many timeouts. Two minutes. Yeah, they're down. Tomorrow, three, really. Okay, nice. Hey, don't worry about your plot point. I tie, I throw him in the backseat yeah. of the cop car. Oh, well, that's great. My problem has been solved. I'll <laughs> never have to be the father to my child. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Remember he slept with a 15-year-old? A 15-year-old mother of my children. Child. Child. Well, they're both children, technically. Well, he won't get killed. Maybe he will father his child. We'll see. I don't think it's implied. I don't think they have a code where he's on the phone or something. 
Okay, Ready? now go ahead, crank it. Now the music's playing. This now the music's blasting. Go ahead, crank it up. It looks like it's as fast as hockey right now. Inside is Bold. 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 gonna fly higher. Uh oh. Uh oh. Time out. I forgot why he gives it. So wait, it's a free throw, 15 seconds left, so this will be the game. Right, so every other character but Swiss has been resolved. Okay. Or something like that. I mean something. Are we going? I'll be right back. What do you mean you'll be right back? What do you mean you'll be right back? Can, do you have enough time in a timeout? No, you know, but in fact... In fact, uh, the Southern coaches get the Nevada coaches get pissed. He's not Southern; he's from Nevada. Yeah, yeah. he's gonna pissed off. Hey, they're tech. It's a technical. Here it goes. That's a, I don't know what the term is. They're fouling on purpose. Okay, so now she's a woman. That's Does that right. mean she's kicked out of the league or something? No. Sexual. He's a goddamn girl. There you go. Yeah, that was. Uh, Are those for real? Are those for real? Come on, let's play ball. Yeah, let's play yeah, ball. Let's play ball. Yeah. He knew it. He knew. He knew all the time, but. I don't know why. I know that we know he knew it. It's nothing like he doesn't. Well, I think he's just surprised that she decided to come out. Okay, so it's not a free throw. I guess not, no. 11 seconds. Now the music's cranking. This is the moment to crank. Look out. Swish! Swish. I love my husband now. <laughs> He's I love a winner. My husband now. He's making $70 a game. Well, no, this is guaranteed 3000 whatever. Oh, 3, 000. 000 for three yeah. years. A dang target. Okay. Here's the moment I'm telling you, right? They're going to, he's going to, I see it's really cute when Gabe Kaplan gets lifted. Here you go. Go crank it up. White shadow meets. Oh, Team number one. We're Ma. 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 Hey, Ma. 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 Ma, great to see you. And she'll say, Yeah, we wouldn't miss this for the world. And he'll go, We We wouldn't miss this. We got here late. We got here late. We Jane. Wait here, be right back. Take your time. Yeah, I just flew over here to see you. Go ahead. You played one whale of a Okay, now he's going to get arrested. I'm Officer Wedgwood, and I have to arrest you. Look, it's the first. But here comes uh, Garden Gnome. And he's going to be like, Dean Garden Gnome's like, oh, wait a minute. We could talk about this, officer. Okay, you know, there's no reason good. to arrest my two star player. 
Yeah, I'll set you up. Don't worry about it. You're in a different state after all. Yeah. Because I should have been here no, with you all you along should. here. No, why should you be as crazy as me? You should see yourself in there. I'm so proud of you. It's obvious this is what, what you're meant to be. Uh, one last one. Where's my stomach? What about your stomach? Your stomach's killing me. Look at this. I'm going to take these things all night. He can give me one. They're speed, you asshole. <laughs> David Green, he just took the hammer. I'm going to make you a deal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make you a deal. Oh, what's the deal? He's coming you here. Take care of your team. Yeah. And I'll take you care of you. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll feed you dinner. And then he's going to say, hey, you know, I always wanted to get into F1 racing. <laughs> you know what that would be? They jump from the helicopter and they snowboard. Yeah, she's what are you into like, now? Just stick with the basketball, huh? Basketball or nothing. Basketball or nothing. Okay, I won't be an F1 driver. And that's it. Oh. Boom. Oh, that really is it. Oh. Wait a minute. Wow. This, it's got to give us credits. Go ahead and do that now. Skip out. Uh, oh, does it? Is that? It's the, I think. Well, I don't know. Oh no! I want to see the credits. Let's let's wait for the credits because they show everybody's faces. All right. Sorry for you folks at home. We're, the movie's technically over, so this. Yeah. What's this now? What about my prostate shrinking? Oh yeah. Disgusting. Go to website. Yeah. Oh, do you click the link? Okay, so here we go. That's not Gabe Byrne. That's, That's Gabriel. TV, man. So he was also in Inner Space, Harold Sylvester. I saw his name uh -huh. a bunch of times. He, Michael Warren, it's also Jessica Alba's father-in-law. So he's the professional uh, NBA player. This Ow. guy was a football player. That's your hunter from the future. Uh-huh. The only movie role. But wasn't she a, um, a bra model? I don't know. That's the madman. Yep. Gotta go for it. Man. Oh, I have a bunch of stuff on did. She was also on Hill Street Blues. Oh, she, it's a secret. And she, was also, she was also in Welcome Back, Kotcher. She played Aunt Josephine. And she plays with uh, Gabe's mom in this movie. Carl, what did you think of this movie? I enjoyed this movie. It was good. It was fun. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I, you know, there's some harsh language, some '70s vibes, but I think it's all works well in this movie, and uh, I enjoy it. I don't know. I, I, I'll see it again probably. I, it's <laughs> funny, you know. The the premise of this podcast is we get to see movies that I've only read about, and this is a film that when it came out, I was just too young to to have an ah, opportunity to go example. see. But I read it in the newspaper. I saw the Jack Davis illustration. I was even on a flight where that was offered. Uh, I was like, whoa, the plane offers movies? Cool. <laughs> so it is kind of cool that I finally got to see it after all this time. Yeah. I'm not that disappointed. I mean, I don't know much about sports, so I'm okay watching a hokey kind of formulaic, especially if it, if it works, and I think it did. So, yeah, good deal. We were able to watch two Gabe Kaplan movies on our show. We watched uh, Tulips, uh, the previous show, and now we just, from 1981, and now we just watched Fast Break. He, there's another film of his called The Hoboken Chicken Emergency. It was a one-hour PBS <laughs> uh, a movie, and it, you know, it takes place in Hoboken. It's a New Jersey film. It's one That's hour. We, we might do it, but it's out there if you want to see it. I know that if you have Tubi, you can see his other film he did called Nobody's Perfect with a K. Terrible, terrible film. You'll enjoy every second of it. I highly recommend it. 
it's bad. Uh, and then uh, he was in the Grand, and uh, that was it. Bojack Horseman. So we basically seen half of his film work. Yeah. 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 On this show. So we'll be back next week with another movie. Carl, I hope you did I do okay? In the Absolutely. That was a great switcheroo. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> go for it. Thank you, Billy Preston, for getting in my head. We'll be back next week. So check us out. We're always at mutinyradio.fm, our archive. You can go ahead and subscribe to us on iTunes and or subscribe to us on YouTube. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much. Thank you, Carl. Thank Bye. you, Mike. That's why.